Welcome to the Send Nutrition Podcast, where we discuss horse health, nutrition, training and performance. Welcome everyone to the first ever Send Nutrition Podcast. You're with your hosts, Brian and Peter, and today we're going to have a look at the brief history of Send Nutrition. G'day Brian, how are you doing today? Good, good Peter, how are you? Good, thank you, good, thank you. Um, so a lot of our customers have been asking us, how did Send start? Where did it originate from? How did all the products come about? So I think it's about time we, we sort of got, our, got ourselves into motion and just let everyone know um, when we were born and obviously how it all started. So Brian, um, maybe just a brief history from, from your end, sort of how mm. it all happened. So I think it is around 2014. Correct, about, I think July, August 2014. Yeah. We had a share in the horse, Brian and I, and it just kept getting sick yeah. all the time. And With it, its blood work? Yeah, we, we got the blood analysed. Um, Do you want to elaborate on the blood test results that we did for that particular horse? Yeah, so when we looked at the blood results, it came up with uh, a few markers for inflammation and infection, which can be seen in haematology and biochemistry results. Uh, I've been a blood scientist for over 15 years and blood tests for your horse are a real good um, snapshot at looking at their body systems and seeing their response to their nutrition, their training, even their environment. So going back to with this trainer, I think what we saw was that the horses were getting sick a lot. Correct, it was, it was sort of more frequent than not. Um, and then obviously we had to do something about it. Am I correct in saying, Brian, as well, that the, the haematology um, for horses is the same as, as what for humans? Yeah, very similar. Like the response uh, the horse has with its white cells with any infection or inflammation is essentially similar to, to a human's um, blood with a few different parameters. Um, and yeah, a useful tool in seeing their overall health. So pretty much that, that analysis, obviously, that Bryant went through, painted a picture for us exactly what markers were out, what markers were fine, and, and basically all, all, the, all the roads um, came down to, to basically telling us that it was nutrition, sort of nutrition related. So we, we looked around Australia um, and consulted a few equine nutritionists, and what we did notice was we could see the doubling up of grain or grain in the diet. We looked also to America. Correct, correct. So we, um, when we didn't have too much joy in Australia with, with sort of finding the right nutritionist that was a little bit different to, to what we thought we needed, um, we managed to bump into Dr. Julia Getty, who, who's more a holistic nutritionist, um, where, where I think it was the angle that we wanted. We wanted something totally different. Um, and obviously Dr. Getty's... Um, foundation is is roughage where she said roughage 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 the horses evolved on on pasture you know they need 24 7 access to to a grassy hay um, and the first words were basically from from dr Gitter is unless you implement unlimited grass into your stable in terms of a hay bag that never runs out mm. i don't want to talk to you yeah and I, I think you had a few late night consults with Dr. Getty? There was, there was on the Skype. Zone. There was, there was a couple of 10, 10 o'clock, <laughs> 11, even midnights. Um, but it was, it was a blessing in disguise because we got to learn pretty much what a holistic diet should be. And it was more going back to nature, what horses evolved upon where obviously, you know, we brought them into, into boxes and we've, you know, we've changed, well, we've taken them out of nature and put them into a, a man-made environment where there's a lot of stress 
we're feeding them a diet that's not designed for them to metabolize as they should and then we get all these symptoms so working with dr getty was 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 amazing and and, and what dr getty did is she she helped us create a feed program so it's not about creating products to sell it's about creating a feed program which consisted of of 1.5 percent minimum roughage whether that's hay or or pasture and then and then having a product to fill the gaps that that the hay has as an example having having fat in the diet ideally that's anti-inflammatory um, and that was a long process probably 18 months to two years um, so basically dr giddy put this program together for us she said peter off you go go and buy these products in australia um, and and you'll be fine so Brian and I got the program. We were all keen as mustard and started looking for, for, a, for a high fiber pellet. We started looking for, for an omega-3 oil and it didn't exist. Yeah, and the, the important thing that we sort of, and were alarmed at was a lot of the vitamin mineral profiles were low. They, they had starch or they were called a cool energy feed when the first ingredient was a cereal grain there was more like you feed five kgs or four or five kgs of this pelleted feed and not the roughage but just feed the chaff it, it, it was alarming it was alarming and it was a lesson for us as well because every feed seems to be cool and calm and, and as brian mentioned the first ingredient is a grain mm. but for our listeners out there who are pretty savvy um you have to look at the fiber content the fiber content normally tells you whether it's a it's a cool feed or a high feed so ideally, if you can get a, a, a pelleted feed with a fiber of 20% and above, you're sort of going on the, on the right track. But, but yeah, it was very, very hard to source a high fiber product. Um, so we had to create one. And, and, and I think the, the original complete formula, which is now the grain free, that's just been launched last week, was our flagship product. Yeah. Um, it sat alongside our, our oil, our omega-3 oil. Correct. Um, in, in the program. So the SEND program, as it was born sort of six and a bit years ago now, was the foundation of the diet was at least 1.5% of the horse's body weight and roughage. And let's just say it's a grassy hay, like a Rhodes grass, which we use in, in, in Brisbane here. So 1.5% of a 500 kilogram horse, give and take about five kilograms. Um, so that's the foundation of the diet, the, the complete formula with all its vitamins, minerals, now it's got the probiotics and prebiotics being in a high fiber base, plugs in the gaps that the hay has in terms of losing all its natural nutrients. And the shortfalls um, in like the, the hay, it also had to align with the Australian soil conditions of high iron. Um, what we found is a lot of the feeds on the market were too high in iron, which alters the zinc and copper absorption and we needed to create a complete feed that had a lower iron profile. Correct, and I think the, the latest for the, for the grain-free iron is, is, is below 150 milligrams. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and even if we compare that product to, to the beets, which are, which are imported from Europe, a lot of those beets have got an iron of over 700 milligrams and, and, and a zinc of next to nothing. So a high iron product is not necessarily the best if you don't have the zinc and copper to match. Is, yeah. is that correct, Brian? Yeah, the, the ratios are, are very important. It all comes down to that absorption in the hind gut. What is evident is if you get those, it, it's not how much mineral you have, it's those ratios. If you can match them, 
um, you're getting one step ahead with their health. We also try to use collated um, minerals at sand, obviously with the zinc and the copper, the manganese. Yep. Um, studies have shown that, that they're much better absorbed yep. into the system. They are a lot more expensive, but we feel that, that using collated zinc and copper um, is, a, is a must for, for Australian conditions. Yep. Um, so basically going back onto the, the Dr. Getty story, so she said, look, Peter, this is what you need to get. Um, long story short, fast forward sort of six months a year, we managed to, to, to create the complete formula palette. We managed to, to, to do the sand oil and then we went back to the trainer and, and say, um, you know, this is, this is what we, you know, we would like you to try on, on our horse. And her eyes sort of popped out of her head and said, well, I have to feed all this hay. Um, so in Australia and New Zealand, um, they're one of the only countries in the world that feed chaff. And um, me and Brian have a saying, which is, which is only new, but it's, but it's a classic that horses make their own chaff. They chew their own chaff. And maybe you can elaborate, Brian, what we, what we mean about that. Yeah, so what we mean is when you provide a horse with long stem roughage, as opposed to the concentrates and chaff, it requires more chewing which creates more saliva, which is like a natural antacid. So the stomach has a continual rise of acid, um, which can be buffered with, with saliva. And um, there's an unprotected layer, which can be prone to ulcers. So providing long stem roughage continually at an ad lib volume, yeah, you're gonna create a better stomach environment with, with the saliva production. And also from, from a kilogram point of view is it's very difficult to get a horse to eat five kilograms of chaff compared to five kilograms of hay. Like if you're looking at five kilograms minimum, it's two and a half biscuits give and take, but five kilograms of chaff would be, I don't know how many dippers it would be, but it'd be like 10 or 15 dippers, which is, which is impossible. So if the horse isn't getting the 1.5% body weight in roughage, hay or chaff, and it's very difficult to get it from chaff, mm. then it's not getting the right amount of roughage, which is start causing problems. And, 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 and this is where roughage is, is, is like, it's foundational. Yeah, it's, it's a flow on effect um, if they don't have that volume. Like it's, it's for their mental health as well. Their natural drive is to, to keep their head down in pasture. They're continuously grazing because of that um, acid rising in the stomach. The trickle feeders, aren't they? So they, they are. so they need something there. And like we get a lot of our clients, um, even some of the thoroughbred trainers, where, where they introduce a hay bag into, into a stable environment. On the first night, the horse would probably eat 10 kilograms. And why that happens is because the horse has never had unlimited hay, and now it gets a hay bag. And it's, it's thinking in its head, well, I've got this the first time in my life, this much hay, I'm probably gonna never get it again. So it just gorges at the hay. And as the next day comes and it knows that it's not gonna disappear the hay, the hay will not get removed from it, it starts eating less and less and less. And it basically regulates between five and seven days. So there's less stress involved. There's not as much cortisol going up. Um, there's a lot of benefits to having that, that unlimited hay in a stable environment. Um, and that could be for, for, for thoroughbreds, that could be even for your, for your endurance horse it could be for hacks it's for all horses um, the hay should be the foundation of any diet um, so going back to 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 where we were with with dr getty so we 
we, we took the products to our trainer. Um, initially, she was a little bit apprehensive because she was used to feeding chaff and barley and corn and, and, and you know, another oil, which is high in omega-6. But we just said, look, let's try it. Let's just see how it goes. Um, and long story short, um, the horse never got sick again. Um, it, it won a few races. It sort of matched its ability to what, to what it was genetically sort of predisposed to um, and, and, and Sen was born. And Sen never started for us to do it as a business or to make money out of it. It was more to help that horse that kept getting sick. And then we had friends saying, oh, you know, like, I like your theory, I like the program. It just seems so easy. It's, it's hay, it's a, it's, a, it's a vitamin mineral, you know, pellet to plug in the gaps. You've got oil, you've got salt, and it, it's just so easy and it's so cost effective. Um, and now we sort of fast track six years forward um, and, and, and this is where we are. We came into the industry with fresh eyes and we, we looked at people's feed sheds in those first few years and we we're like, how many supplements do you want to feed? It was like a whole kitchen. And what we've established is a more simplified feeding regime which covers all the bases. And like there's so many products on the market and to get your horse happy and healthy, um, you've got to get back to the basics. You have a happier horse, you have a horse that's less stressful, and obviously with stress you, you start getting incidences of, of you know, elevated cortisol, you've got more pre predisposition to ulcers, you've got, you've got gut issues going on there, you've got feed absorption that's, that's going on there. And with the Send Feed program, everything is balanced. That's the whole thing. The, the grassy hay obviously is balanced to the, to the grain-free pallet. The oil is balanced to the pallet, to the grass. And it also saves potential clients who might be looking at, at, at going onto the Send Feed program. It saves them not doubling up on different products. We get a lot of clients that call and say, look, can I feed this with this? Can I feed this? Can I add that? It's, it's like everything but the kernels, herbs and spices. You know, there's, there's, there's seven different products a potential client is feeding and, and there's just confusion. Mm. Um, and there's not much joy in feeding three loads of zinc or, or three loads of copper or, or a thousand milligrams of iron where everything's out of whack. So we just try to go back to basics and simplify the diet, try to make it more cost effective, but also save time, time and money. Um, is there anything else you want to add, Brian, to, to what we've just discussed? And hopefully save on vet bills. Well, hopefully save on vet bills as well. So yeah. we, me and Brian are very passionate in, in, in general about health, um, human health, animal health, and, and, yeah, and not treating the symptoms, but finding the cause. And, and, and that's how Almost Sen was born with, you know, we, we try to create products that treat the cause of the problem. Um, there's, there's eight or nine products that we have developed at the moment, and, and each product is targeted to treat a cause. Treating a cause, you get to the problem, and hopefully when you treat the problem over time, with the right diet adjustment and, and a supplement, the, the cause can disappear. Where the problem with vets and, and pharmaceuticals and what so forth is you, you're treating a symptom and, and when you keep treating a symptom, the, you're not treating the cause. So it's, it's like robbing Peter to pay Paul in a way. Um, and another important point is for horse owners to, to be reminded that what works for one horse not necessarily works for, an, for another horse due to their genetics, their environment, just, just the way they can react to certain feeds. Every horse is different. Me and Peter are different. We, we can eat different things. 
our bodies will respond differently. So sure, I can put on weight on the, on the smell of an oily rag, <laughs> where where Brian could have a Big Mac every day, and and you know he'll still be seventy kilograms. <laughs> so yeah. it's it's a valid point yeah. Brian makes, and and also it, it depends on how young, how old the horse is, yeah. whether it's been on antibiotics, whether it's had ulcers all its all its life, whether it's it's been in a racing environment, whether it's it's had an operation. Yeah. So there's not a there's not a one size fits all is is what we're yeah. trying to say. Um, but we're sticking to nature, to, to, to sticking to what the horse was evolved to eat, which is, which is a, a vegetarian diet, if we can put it into, into human terms, is you're not going to go wrong by sticking to nature yep. and, what, and what they evolved upon. And we always advocate high fiber, whether that's in a hay, whether that's in a, in a high fiber product. Um, fat is lacking in a lot of the horse diets that we, that we come across. Um, and just because there's 7% fat in a, in a pelleted feed, that does not mean that that's adequate for a horse that's getting worked. Like 7% fat is, is one one hundredth as an example compared to 100 mil of sen oil. Mm. Because 100 mil of sen oil is the equivalent of 300 grams of oats or, or 300 grams of a pelleted feed or, or 300 grams of barley. Yeah, which is a decent energy source. Which is a decent energy source. So, so you know, all these complete feeds, there's no such thing as a complete feed. It, it needs to be balanced with the roughage, with the oil. Um, Brian, maybe salt as well. Do you want to yeah. maybe just... Yeah, so salt is very important, uh, even in winter. It activates thirst, uh, it enables hydration of cells, it pulls the water in. So even throughout winter, five to 10 grams per 100 kg body weight is what we recommend. And you make that the sole base of the the diet because there's not enough sodium and chloride in the pellets of of any complete feed and when in work then you can add your electrolytes on top just to match the what they're going to lose in their sweat correct correct we also get asked a lot of questions why we haven't developed 10 different feeds for for 10 different disciplines or, or for stallions and broodmares and yearlings and weanlings and, and everything else is the foundation of the diet should be roughage and, and, and the foundation of our complete formula, it suits every discipline and every horse. It's just fit at a different rate. Um, where, when you believe in a, in, a, in a foundation of high fiber, it, it's, it's, it works for weanlings, it works for yearlings, it works for stallions, it works for foals, broodmares. You have to, be, you have to say it's, the, it's an all-rounder. It's an all-rounder. And, and we're very proud as well to be supporting 100% Australian farmers with, with mm -hmm. using 100% Australian ingredients. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of products in Australia that, that are imported from, from overseas. Um, and look, there's nothing against imported products, but with the times that we're in at the moment, um, I think it's, 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 we, just, we just need to help each other out. We need to help the farmers. We need to, we need to work together as, a, as, a, as an industry and as a, as a company to, to benefit all. Um, and a side effect of that is that we, we have a grain-free product, which it's taken us a long time to develop a grain-free product that we could get good supply of. Mm. Um, and that's been launched last week. Because it's, it's a grain-free feed, it's very difficult to source the ingredients mm. because it is, it is like it's very complicated to do. But we've managed to source the right supplier at the moment and, and we, we have got stock that's going to be available um, as much as we need. So there's going to be no more of, of complete formula running out. The big thing for us as well is that there's not going to be any variation in formula. So a lot of feed companies change formula 
as the change of season comes. Because yes. um, obviously different crops grow at different times of the year, but our formula for the grain-free will stay the same 12 months a year. So clients don't have to worry about, well, there's a, there's a variation in this and there's another ingredient in this. It'll be the same formula. It'll be the same for, the, for 12 months of the year. The big thing about fiber is, and while we've tried to go for a grain-free product, um, as well as the roughage aspect is to, to have a lot of that fiber going into the hindgut where it ferments. And, and the benefit of the fermentation process is that it creates natural B vitamins there's, there's a lot of benefit that happens and it's also a slow release energy. There's no, there's no insulin spikes, like there's no highs, there's no lows. The, the horses tend not to get fizzy. Um, and when you're on, you know, on the back of a horse and you're, and you're in competition with your eventing endurance or, or what so forth, you don't want to be hanging on for dear life because your horse has, has, has had a, a big grain meal and then it's, it's struggling to concentrate and perform. Mm. Um, so, so that's where it comes back again, roughage, the foundation. Let's plug in the gaps that the roughage has because obviously the grass has dried out into hay. Let's get the fat aspect right. Let's get let's get the salt. You know, the salt is the missing link. Every horse needs to have salt and just because a complete feed has a bit of salt, it's not enough. If this is all still confusing to you, we do do the one-on-one -on -one diet analysis. Um, that, that's, a, that's a free service. We go into depth one-on-one because every horse should be treated as an individual. And it's, we made it very easy now. So on our website, if you, if you open up our website and it's at the top right-hand side, there's a big red button, um, free diet analysis. It's a, it's a small questionnaire. I think there's eight or nine or, or 10 sort of quick questions to answer. Um, we'll go through your diet pretty much with a fine tooth comb. Um, and it's not about plugging just our products. We're, we're trying to improve the whole, whole profile of the diet, proper roughage, um, even your environment, what training you're doing, we're trying to trying to improve every aspect. Correct, and and, and whether the horse is, is is on any medication, whether it's been on medication, um, what the goal is, obviously. Um, but yeah, it's a it's it's a non-obligation consultation. Um, there's there's going to be no trying to upsell different products. It's it's an independent valuation that we do, and if if the client chooses to 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 go through with it, it's it's okay. Um, and if not, it might just be and. And like an educational that we're doing right now. Um, so this is our first sort of podcast of, of many, hopefully. Um, we want to do at least one weekly. So if, if all the listeners out there, if there are any topics that anyone has um, that that person would like us to discuss, um, we're, we're more than open. Please send us a, an email or a message on Facebook. Um, we do want to get special guests on as well in terms of um, guests that, that specialise in, in, in performance, um, veterinarians, um, all sorts of different guests as we progress along. So this is just, this is just the beginning of the weekly podcast that we aim to educate the, our potential clients and, and, and people that are passionate about animal nutrition. Um, in any final words, Brian, is there anything that you want to leave on? Yeah, I'd like to give a special thank you to everyone who has supported Sen in the past six years. I'd like to give a special mention to Elizabeth Fennell and the admin team of the Aussie Horse Nutrition Group on Facebook. I think you guys have been instrumental at improving the lives of horses Australia-wide just through nutrition education and helping horse owners realise that nutrition is the foundation of their horse's health. It can have a major impact on 
the horse's temperament, their performance, and their overall health and well-being. We're very grateful as well as a business for, for all the support we've had over the, over the years. Um, and it's, it's, it's a real pleasure to get all the, all the brilliant testimonials that, that the horses have, have been getting, all the, all the people that are extremely happy that are, that are telling their friends and family about, about the different products. And it's a, it's, it's a feel-good industry for me and Brian that we're actually changing the lives of animals and, and, and even their owners for, for the better. And, um, and it's just, we're very grateful for the support from everyone. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks again for listening to The Send Story. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe or share amongst your family and friends. We'll have another podcast to you very soon.